I'm going to talk about, the title of this message is Purpose to Pursue God. Do you know it is a, something you have to purpose to do? It does not happen by accident. Now, understand that there's too many... Now, I'm going to use this word, a word play on this word purpose. Too many people pursue God's purpose for them. But they don't purpose to pursue Him. Okay? I'll give you an example. You know, our purpose... Our purpose, what we were born to do, is praise and worship and pursue Him. Let's just say, okay, years and years and years ago, I knew God had a call in my life. And I set out to pursue that call. Ran into a few problems. What I should have been doing all along was pursuing Him. Because, see, a lot of people pursue a purpose, but don't purpose to pursue Him. Because what I have learned is that by pursuing Him, then He will direct your steps and guide your steps. He will open doors that you can walk through. When I first got born again and realized I had a call, I started trying to kick doors down. It was very frustrating. Now, probably five or six into my, six, seven years into my Christianity, and I was already in the ministry, and we were doing some stuff. Now, when I say I was in the ministry, I still had a full-time job. You're in the ministry. You're born again. It's not this separate thing. Well, I'm in the ministry if I'm getting paid to be in the ministry. If you wait to get paid to be in the ministry, you may never get in the ministry. It took me 25 years to get in the ministry by those standards. But I've been in the ministry for 30 years. So understand, so we had an opportunity, my wife and I, to take a church in Grand Rapids, Michigan. We had preached through there a couple of times. They loved us. We loved them. This was a church of five or 600 right out of the gate in Grand Rapids. Do you know what the growth potential is in Grand Rapids? Where that church was located was astronomical. And at that time, I had learned to pursue a purpose to pursue Him, not pursue what I thought my purpose was. Okay? We could have taken that church, but it was not the season for me to take that church. I was not prepared. I was not ready. Now, that's a hard thing for any preacher to say, but I was not ready for that. And so we were wise enough to get, get, some, get some wisdom on it. We we had people around us. I talked to my pastor and our leadership, and, and Dr. Barkley was part of that, and they just felt like, nope, we just don't feel like this is the time. Everything about it looked right. Everything in my, in my mind, in my soul, in my flesh was saying, this is the thing that I've been believing God for. This is the thing in which I was called to. But when I purposed to pursue Him, He had a different purpose for me at that particular season. And we've got to understand this. See, I believe that every Christian has a desire to purpose or to pursue the purpose of God in their lives. And I want to talk about some of those principles. See, many things get in the way of us purposing to pursue Him. Hurt feelings, this feeling of worthlessness or unworthy, circumstances, impatience, people, let me tell you something. When you get out of bed in the morning, 
You know, I'm, I'm training for a triathlon. Do you know that when I get out of bed, I don't wake up, my legs don't just hop out of bed and my legs don't get dressed and my legs don't get out on that street and start running all by themselves? I have to purpose to do that. And I'm going to tell you what, sometimes it is difficult. It's no different in the kingdom. You have got to purpose. Now, take a little, a little rabbit trail right now. I will get to some scripture verses, so... Don't scream out, oh, he's preaching heresy. Don't even get to any scripture verses. Relax. Okay? One word, I'm going to tell you something. There's a statement. It used to be a song. Doris Day sang it. I, this is before my time, but my mother must have. Anyway, que sera, sera, whatever will be, what it will be. That. Or, you know, here's another statement that kills purpose. Whatever happens, happens. I don't want to live that way. Do you? Whatever happens, happens. No, I'm going to purpose to pursue God and trust that He's going to make what needs to happen, happen. But you got a purpose to do some things. Now, one of the problems we have is we tend to follow our flesh and our soul rather than spirit. And I'll tell you why. If there's something that I don't like, my flesh and my soul get involved. My mind, my will, and my emotions get involved. So, you get up in the morning, what do you feed? If you are not feeding the Spirit, now, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know the Bible cover to cover, I got a pretty good grasp on it. However, if this Word of God, through reading, through study, through meditating on it, through prayer, through worship, through being in His presence... If you are not doing that, your spirit man is not being fed. Not being fed. So then, if my spirit man is not being fed, is the word I'm looking for, and then I come across a situation later in the day that gets on my nerves and my flesh gets involved, the spirit says, you need to do the right thing, but my flesh that I fed all morning acts another way, and guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to smack you. What have I fed? So, you know, when we talk about you need to be in your words, you need to be praying, you need to be reading, it's not just some religious act. What are you feeding and what's controlling your life? 99.99999% of people, and unfortunately even Christians, are being controlled by their flesh and their soul, but not the Spirit of God. This is why I can't understand why people get so sideways in Christianity because they do things that are absolutely contrary to what the Word of God says, and I'm like, how can you possibly do that? Because it's not the Spirit of the Lord that's controlling them. It's the soul realm. It's the spirit or the, the, the flesh. What does that have to do with anything? A lot. I'm getting to it. I'll make it clear in a minute. See, it's not whatever happens going to happen. We need to purpose. You need to get out of bed in the morning and purpose. I don't know about you, but this morning I got up and purposed to be a Christian. I have purpose today that I'm going to be a Christian. You know, I have a choice every morning. Every morning I get up and say, you know, I'm done with this. I don't know where you're going to go to find a better life. Good luck. When you go out there and you find it and you shipwreck, we'll come and rescue you and bring you back. Okay? 
See, you need a purpose to pursue the Lord and be, don't be shocked if the Lord has you right where he wants you. You need a purpose to pursue the Lord right where you're at right now, in your job. Well, I don't like my job. Tough. Pur- purpose to pursue him Let him bring you the peace or open a door for another job. Be faithful with what God has given you and where you're at until he moves you along. But what happens is I get mad, so I'm going over here. Guess what? The same person that's at this job, you're going to find one just like him at that job. And you know what the common thread in both jobs are? You! So how do we deal with that? Pursue Him. I truly believe this, and I am working diligently. I haven't perfected this either. I want to minister, and I want to live out of the overflow of my time with Him. Out of the overflow. I want a purpose to seek Him and pursue Him, and out of the overflow of that, That's how I want things to be done. Because I'll tell you, when I'm up in the morning and I'm praying, I'm in my word, and my my wife does something that I don't think she should do, I handle that completely differently. Because I prepared my spirit by the word of God. I don't know how else you feed your spirit. The word of God is a spiritual thing. I I don't know how else you do it. I know one thing, you're not going to feed your spirit by the flesh. If that was the truth, we'd all be spiritual giants because I like to eat. Yeah. You got to renew your mind every single day. And how do you renew that? You wash it with what? The water of the word? Oh, it all comes back to the word. I'm sorry. We're word people and it all comes back to that. So people, people have said, and believe me, I am getting somewhere with this message. People have told me, well, it just doesn't work. Well, then you haven't applied it. I'm sorry. You have not applied it. Well, I tried it once. Okay. Do you know how to ride a bicycle? Did you ever just try that once? How many times did you fall down and get back up? My kids, I mean, they were determined. My son's knees were bloody, but he was going to. I am determined. I remember the 4th of July one year. They have this thing in Cedarville. They have a, it's called a grease pole. They tack a $20 bill or a $50 bill at the top of this grease pole. They grease it up with Crisco. That kid spent all day. He was determined to get that money. He didn't just one time, oh, that's it, I give up, I quit. All day he spent, he got it. It was like worship today. This is another point. How hard are you willing to push in to to press through? Have you ever heard the old term, praying through something? You just pray through it, man, until the answer comes. Or you praise through it until the answer comes. Let me give you a hint. It is not their job to get you in the presence of God. They are there to get themselves in the presence of God and open the, keep the door open, maybe you'll follow them. But, you know, this morning we had to press through a little bit. How many of you just said, well, worship team ain't getting it done today. I guess it ain't going to happen. Yep, worship team. You know, we went, we went, I went to praise today. I couldn't even get there because the worship team, didn't even, we didn't raise the roof or nothing. Don't look at him. Go home, look in the mirror. Praiser. Okay, let me get to my message. You need to pursue the purpose of the Lord for your, in your life. Purpose 
The word purpose means to determine, decide, make up your mind, or settle it. Now, I don't know about you, but when I've made up my mind on something and I believe it's right and I try to do it according, good luck trying to change it. Determine in your heart that you are going to follow in order to overtake what God has for you. Because, see, if you pursue, if you purpose in your heart and in your life to pursue the Lord, He will then give you your purpose. And your purpose might be right where you're at right now. Well, that's not my big picture purpose. Okay, I'm going to get to a guy right here that God gave a huge assignment to, but it didn't come overnight and automatic. There are some steps you have to take. If I would have taken that church those many years ago, it would have been a disaster. I'm almost certain that people would have been hurt. Who knows where I might be today? I could be shipwrecked because I wasn't spiritually mature enough in the Word and as a pastor to be able to do that. And you just have to understand that the Lord seems to know better than we do. I want to go to Exodus. Exodus chapter 3 and verse 1 through 3. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb, the mount of God. Now here's Moses just doing his job. Godly man, loves God, but he's just doing what he's called to do right now. Too many people try to live into the future instead of living right now where God has you, trusting God for the future. Because I had a friend of mine, and this is a true story. I'm called to the ministry. I'm called to preach to the nations. He quit his job, went home, and sat, and honestly, sent a few letters out and sat waiting for the phone to call. Three months went by, no phone call. He had to go get two jobs to pay the back bills. Just keep doing. God will open the doors. He will. You have to trust that. And as somebody that is famous for getting in front of God, me, it's easier to be patient and wait for him. I've got a soft spot in my forehead from running into all the doors that God had not opened yet. See, many times you're minding your own business. He was Moses minding his own business. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire in the midst of a bush. So he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. Do you know today the Lord's going to speak to you in that still small voice or he's going to guide you and direct you in a way? In verse 3, then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush does not burn. Right there, Moses purposed to go and see what the Lord had. He did not, he did not know, nor did he predetermine, oh, that's God. God's got a great assignment for me, and I'm going to focus on the assignment. Do you realize that when he got there, he got an assignment, and it was bigger than he could even think or even imagine? Can you imagine? All of a sudden you turn aside, turn aside and, and you're seeking Lord, you're in the presence of God, and he says, hey, I want you to go to Egypt, I want you to tell Pharaoh to let my people go, and don't take no for an answer. Wait, what? Do you know how many armies he's got? I'll probably get there and I'll be dead immediately. He's going to kill me. I just know it. But he turned aside. Now, notice, we're going to go on, we'll get into this a little bit later, but when you get when you purpose, and it's a purpose, to pursue the Lord, and you seek Him, you will find Him. And when you find Him and you're in His presence, you will be given an assignment. 
you know, it may be one of those hard things. Like, you know, if you've ever been in a restaurant and, you know, and he says, I want you to pay for those people's meal. meal. You look up like, one, two, three, four, five, six. There's, there's seven people at that table. What do you mean pay for that table's meal? You know, I, hey, I've done it. And I've counted, too. <laughs> okay, God, I'll do it because you said so. No, it's a joy to do it. But he turned aside. He purposed to do this. Too many people in the body of Christ are waiting for God to do something. They think they're going to accidentally run into it. Now, you might, because the Lord's faithful, but you need to purpose. Do you know some of you just need to, to I'm going to purpose to come to church every week. Maybe that's where you're at. Maybe that's, I'm going to purpose to do that. But purpose to start doing something. Purpose, you don't have to read four chapters of the Bible every day. Purpose to read something, and I promise what will happen. You'll read two or three verses, and you'll just get up and you'll purpose to read them, and somewhere during your day, that scripture verse is going to hit you right between the eyes and say, oh, boy, now I know why I read that. It's amazing what God does. But it doesn't happen by accident. We have to purpose. Anybody that's got kids, you tell them, clean your room. Guess what? They're going to have to purpose to do that. Now, it may be under duress. <laughs> You're going to purpose to do this. Now, I had a son that didn't care. Consequences didn't matter to him. Go ahead. Give me your worst, Dad. It don't matter to me. I'm not doing it till I'm ready. He had a few rough days. We've got a purpose to decide, make a decision that you're going to pursue the Lord. So, he purposed. The Lord spoke to Moses, and if you read, um, God gave him just a little job to do. Go bring a whole nation out of another nation. And notice if you read about the Exodus and how they got out of there, they had a few moments where the Pharaoh said, nope, I'm not letting them go. Okay, well, there's going to be this. And then after he got it all done, oh, we're leaving triumph. Yay, we won, we won. Then they pursued him to kill him. Oh, and then they started complaining. Oh, they're going to kill us. And God provided. Now, Moses could have started to pursue the purpose God gave him. I want you to go into Egypt, and I want you to deliver my people. Okay, that's my focus. I'm going to Egypt to deliver your people. But all along the way, what did he do? He purposed to pursue God, and God gave him the authority. God gave him the wisdom. God gave him the timing, and God will do the exact same thing for you. He's given you the Holy Spirit. He's given you everything you already need. You just have to pursue him, purpose to do it. And watch and see. I promise you, if you start doing that this week, you watch and see a difference. You'll see a difference. I promise you. Now, there's a couple of things that we've got a purpose to do in ourselves, too. Determine or decide. Make up your mind. Daniel 1, verse 8 says, But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's delicacy, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Because Daniel didn't want to eat that food that was defiled because it was, it was um, taken before idols and he wasn't going to 
defile himself that way. And so he talked to somebody else about, hey, can you give me another type of food? And one of the eunuchs did, and he found favor with God. But we have to decide. We have to purpose not to defile ourselves. You have to purpose that. Every day you get up and you get an opportunity. You can purpose to or purpose not to. Enough of us make mistakes and defile ourselves by accident. Don't purpose to do it. See, the enemy is not going to let you do some things without battles. But we have the authority to pursue the things of God, and the Bible says the gates of hell shall not prevail. See, we need a purpose in our hearts to pursue God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength in Mark 12, 30. So purpose not to defile yourself. It is beyond me how people can read the Scriptures and specifically some things, and then they purposely say, I'm going to do this because I feel like it. Who is in charge right there? That is not the Spirit of God in charge, because the Spirit of God wants to be obedient to this Word. Your flesh grabs a hold of your soul and says, but I want to go over here because it feels good to me, or I like this, or I don't like this. That's why when we keep harping about, you know, the Word of God, we got to do what the Word of God says. It's not easy sometimes, and we make mistakes, but we've got a purpose to try to be obedient to it. That's the second thing, purpose to obey. In Acts chapter 19 and verse 21, when these things were accomplished, Paul purposed in his spirit, in the spirit. Notice where he purposed. And I'm going to finish this. When he had passed through Macedonia and Achaia to go to Jerusalem, saying, after I have been there, I must also see Rome. Now, I want you to understand, if you read all of that, he knew when he went to Rome, he was going to be put to death. He went to Rome and got executed, beheaded. But it was he purposed in his spirit. Now, there couldn't have been anything in his flesh that wanted to go. If I go there, I know that I'm going to get killed. Now, I don't know how many of you, but I said, hey, I want you to go to Timbuktu. You're going to be there for a while, but eventually you're going to die there. You're going to get killed there. I'm not so sure that my flesh would let me go there. But again, look what it said. He purposed in his spirit. How does, how does that happen? You purpose, you purpose to pursue God in prayer, in reading Bible, in, in praise, in worship, and he will give you a purpose. So you purpose to pursue him, and he gives you your purpose. It always works that way. You've got to ask yourself, where is your desire come from? Is it a carnal desire, a worldly desire, a fleshly desire, or is it a spiritual desire? That's a question we all have to ask ourselves. You might be, you might be saddened when you get the answer in some of the things. Now, I want you to understand, is it a terrible thing to, to desire a, a new vehicle or another house? Or No. And actually, God said he would provide those things. Because he said, look at the birds of the air. Look at the lilies of the field. They're beautiful. I've got your hairs in your head are numbered. I care much more about you. Yeah, some of you don't have as many to count. So in verse 22 of Acts 19, so he sent two of those who ministered to him, Timothy and Erastus, but he himself stayed in Asia for a time. 
Purpose in your hearts to follow the plan of God. Now that word pursue, I want to talk about that word pursue for a minute. That word pursue means seek. So you have to purpose. You have to determine to seek God. You have to. Every single day. So many people think, well, I said a prayer, I got born again, that's it, I'm good. Will you make heaven? Yeah, probably. But man, you are missing so much on this planet. Spiritual things that God can do with you and for you because you are not seeking Him. Too many of us seek our thing and not His thing. If you seek Him, you watch and see things get added unto you that you don't even expect. But, but preacher, you don't know what I'm going through. No, I probably don't, but you don't know what I'm going through. Guess what we both have to do? We both have to purpose to pursue the Lord in our situation and allow Him to open doors, close doors, to guide us and to lead us. No one can do that for you. As your pastor, I can advise you. I can say, what's what the Bible says? Here's some things you might be able to do. I can give you my wisdom. I can tell you what the Bible says. I can tell you what we need to pray and how we need to pray. But ultimately you're going to have to pursue him. Because remember, this year I talked a lot about this. I'm going to talk a lot about this. You need to take a personal responsibility for your relationship with the Lord. Do you know that I can't take personal responsibility with, for his relationship with his wife? I can help him. I can guide him. I can give some pointers. I can give him some biblical principles. He's responsible. She's responsible. We are responsible our relationship with him because when you get to heaven there's nobody going to be there to take responsibility for you I know it's quiet it's supposed to be a happy Sunday morning Matthew 6.33 says but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you and that's based on what I was telling you before that was that was stuff he was talking about being fed, being clothed, being taken care of. That's what that scripture verse is referring to. Seek me, and I'll take care of you. Matthew 7, 7, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you'll find. Knock and it'll be open to you. You know, people try to be very, very spiritual and very humble. Oh, Lord, I can't ask for that. Get rid of your piety and your self-righteousness and your false humility. And just ask him. But guess what? He already knows. Lord, I'm not going to ask you for that. I already know what you want. You might as well open your mouth. But our false humility, I'm just such a humble servant. I, do I want to go there? Okay, you're going to have to hear me clearly on this, okay? All right? There's some people that feel like if I am poor, then somehow I'm spiritual because I'm so humble. Okay? Now, nothing wrong if you don't have a lot of money. That's not what I'm saying. Make sure you hear what I'm saying. Don't blow out of here and say, well, pastors against people that are poor. I've been accused of a whole bunch of stuff. That's not one of them. What I am saying is that people have a mentality that if I'm poor, 
that somehow I am more spiritual because I don't have worldly possessions. I'm saying that's not correct. I'm saying if the Bible says all these, beseech first the kingdom of God and righteousness, all these things will be added unto you, that means finances as well. Now, I understand, you know what? I wasn't always where we're at financially in life either. There was days when we didn't have much, but you know what I kept doing? I went to work every day. I kept plugging away. I kept believing God. I kept giving offerings. I kept doing what I knew the Bible told me to do, and God would open doors, and then I'd move up here, and then I'd go there. Again, my point is, don't think that because I don't have anything that that is a sign of spirituality. No more than I'm a millionaire and I'm rich and I'm serving God. And if you're rich, you're spiritual. Neither one of those are correct. And I have heard it. Some mega people out there that are saying, I am because, no, how does it... God is blessing me because I am rich. That is absolutely, absolutely heresy. And you better make sure you put it in the right order. God has blessed you. You best stop crowing about your possessions and start crowing about Him. I got no problem with money either way. I'm just saying, don't think either one of those are the spiritual answer. Pursue Him. Purpose to pursue Him. And you watch and see if God won't deal with some things. But you can't be bullheaded and stubborn. And I've talked to people. We don't have anything. Well, here's a job. Nope, I'm not going to work. Well, then starve. Well, what kind of a Christian are you? I'm just being honest. There is a scripture verse that says you don't work, you won't eat. But they don't like to talk about that one. Now, please... I, again, do not walk out of here offended. I'm not bashing poor people. If you don't have, listen, I know everybody in here, and, and I know you're working hard, and, and you're doing what you can do, and sometimes finances, I get all that. It's not about the money. It's about the attitude of the money. It's a catch. It's a catch-22, because the Bible's clear, and I'm not taking an offer, so relax. Given it shall be given. That's every area of life. Finance as well. Well, I don't have 10% to give a tithe. Give a percent. Give to start giving. Davine and I, when we first, first started giving, man, I remember writing it. It wasn't our tithe. It was an extra offering. It was like 10 bucks. You're thinking 10 bucks. For us, 10 bucks was like, okay, God, there it is. You're going to bless it because, you know, that was half of what we had left. <laughs> Do you know how excited we were when we could give 20? And then 50? I mean, we thought that we, were, we made it when we were able to give a $100 offering. Woo! Man. I thought that's it. We have arrived. But the point was, is we didn't have much, but what we could do, we would do. Was it a sacrifice sometimes? Yeah. And it's not about anything other than opening a spiritual door for God to be able to flow things into your life. And it's not just finances. You know, you want healing? Start praying for people to be healed. 
You want love? Start loving somebody. You want a friend? One of my pet peeves in church. Pet peeve, pet peeve, pet peeve. I'm, 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 oh, here we go. I'm, I'm trying to offend everybody today. <clears throat> one of my pet peeves in church. I came to your church three times. Nobody spoke to me. Nobody shook my hand. Nobody did I said, well, did you approach anybody? Nope. And I understand being a little bit, but let me tell you something. I'm one of these guys, if I go somewhere, I might sit in the corner for a little bit, approach somebody and talk to them. You know, nobody prayed for me. Have you ever prayed for anybody? Have you ever, did you any, let anybody know you needed prayer? I've had people come to me and say, you know what, you guys, you didn't pray for me, I'm leaving. We didn't even know you needed prayer. Did you let anybody know? The Bible says call for the elders of the church. We got elders around here. You can call me, I'll direct you to them, or I'll take care of you myself. But you want a friend? Be a friend. Okay, I'm moving on. Pursuing. We're talking about seeking the Lord. Now, do you know what pursue does not mean? Pursue does not mean to forever chase and never catch. I'm always in pursuit of this thing. Guess what? You don't have to chase the Lord. He's waiting on you. Purpose to seek him, and guess what? You're going to find him. When you feel like you're far from God, I'm going to give you a clue. The Lord hasn't moved. Somebody has, but not him. You need to purpose to do things or nothing will happen. And I'm going to close with this. Remember I told you a couple weeks ago, you continue to live, to purpose to live the same way you did in 2019. You purpose to do that same type of thing. I'm not just going to, you know, because we get in our rut and that's just how we live. That's what we do. Blah, blah, blah. You same rat wheel, same circle, same cycle. 2020 is going to come to an end and you're going to say, nothing happened this year. Purpose to do something different. Purpose to do something spiritual. Purpose to get into the Bible a little bit more. Purpose to pray a little bit more. Purpose to, to give a little bit more. Purpose to do a little bit more in the kingdom. Now understand, doing is just like money. Doing does not equate to spirituality. I am a doer. I grew up because there was a hole in me that I had, it was very conditional. And in my mind, it, nobody did this to me, it was my own mind. If I do good enough, then I'll get accepted. If I do good enough, I'll be accepted. If I'm good enough at this thing, say sports, then I'll get accepted. Okay? And so I get born again and I get into the kingdom and there's a hundred million things to do and I think the more I do in the church, and the more I, things I do for God, the more accepted I'm going to be. And man, I was, if the doors were open, I was doing it. And, and not that I minded doing it, but there was a mind shift that needed to take place. We do what we do out of the abundance of our relationship with Him. I purpose to seek Him, and out of that abundance, I do. I don't do to get an abundance of Him. Do you ever understand what I'm saying? I'll rephrase that. You can't work to have a relationship with Him. You have a relationship with Him, and out of that comes work. 
You have a desire to do. It's not a have to. I had a whole list of things. Because if I just do enough, guess what? I am spiritual and I'm accepted. Guess what? The minute I said yes to Christ, I was spiritual and I was accepted. I don't have to do one more thing the rest of my life other than try to obey Him. But I believe, every born-again believer, that it's purpose to pursue Him, there's no possible way that you can't do something. I don't believe it. You have to basically tell, deny, say, nope, I am not going to do that because I believe it's in every born-again believer out of the overflow of that relationship to do something. Now, it may not be in the ministry here, but it may be something out there. You know, we had a, we had a gal at work, man. She was, the, she was the cookie gal. She still brings cookies. Maybe that's your lot in life. See me after. <laughs> You know, macadamians are starting to pull up alongside chocolate chips. I'm just saying. Just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. Because, you know, have not because you ask not, right? Ask and you shall receive. Look, let me, let me wind all this up. The whole, in this, we're going to talk about this over the next few weeks. Purpose. You have to decide to seek him. Jesus came and he died. The Holy Spirit has been sent. There's nothing more that he's going to be able to do. You seek him, you'll find him, and when you find him, he will give you an assignment and an assignment that's got purpose. I really want every person here to do that. Why? Because we need to be activated. Because we need to make disciples this year. But if you're not a disciple, you can't make a disciple. And discipleship starts with pursuing Him. And out of the abundance and the overflow of that, you will begin to make disciples. You will have a desire to see people born again. You will have a desire to see people healed. You will have a desire to see people delivered. Otherwise, it's like, you know what? I came for an hour, hour and 15 minutes, an hour and a half because the preacher won't shut up. I got what I needed. Now I'm going home. It needs to flow. You need to let it go. You need to purpose to pursue him. And I know, and I'll read it later on, Moses, he got in the presence of God and he got a big assignment. Get in his presence. He's going to speak to you. Then you just have to obey him. Purpose. Decide. It's not going to happen by accident. I didn't become a pastor by accident. There are some things I had to purpose to do, and then I had to purpose to obey God. So be obedient. And I had to purpose to go to Bible school. So many people think that there's a shortcut to ministry, and there's not. You know, here's what I'm, I'm just going to be really honest as I close for the fourth time. <clears throat> I really struggle because we need help here, people doing things. And I know there's some churches, like they've got this little foundations class, four or five classes you go through, and then they say, okay, once you go through those, you know, just kind of this is where we're at, this is who we are, um, then you can serve. And then I think, well, 
If I ever put that mandate on people, would anybody even show up to serve? But you know, part of that really shows where people's hearts are. Do you really want to serve or do you just want to come and do what you want to do no matter what? And Heaven forbid anybody, anybody put any demand on your life. I, you know, I, I've got a license with Mark Barkley. There's some demands he puts on you if you're going to have his license. The Lord puts some demands on us as well. We've got to pursue him. But purpose to pursue him, okay? And, and heaven forbid, don't get upset if, if our security team or our ushers or, or the sound or the worship team or the pastor puts a demand on you and say, listen, because you know what those demands do? It shows your character. And it maybe it teaches you some things. And maybe along the way you'll learn that, gosh, maybe there's some things I still have to learn. Nothing wrong with any of that. Don't be afraid of the demands that God puts on you. God put a demand on Moses that had to have been overwhelming. It may be a little overwhelming to you, but I want you, each and every one of you, know the kingdom of God, believe it or not, needs you. Now, the kingdom of God's going on without you, but it can certainly use you. He wants to. Purpose. Purpose to pursue him. I challenge you this week, purpose to pursue him. Read the word, pray. Spend some time talking to him and watch and see. One week, I promise you, in one week, just one week, you watch and see how different your week will be. And he'll have you doing little things that you don't think make any big difference. You have no idea. People come up to you and say, thank you for paying for my meal. I had my kids here. We didn't have enough. We were ordering off the value menu. Somebody said they were going to pay for my meal. And we were able to eat. You don't know. You don't know. So, Father, I thank you that every person here heard today heard the spirit of this message. Lord, they don't get focused on any one thing, the money or the poor or the rich, but Lord, they get focused on deciding, purposing in their lives to pursue you. And Lord, I know what you can do with a body of believers that will do that very thing. Lord, the harvest will come in big. We will transform this entire region just by purposing to pursue you and being obedient. And I thank you for every person here in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I pray for the food in the back. I ask you, bless it. Lord, we thank you that we'll use the strength we gain from it to glorify your name. In Jesus' name. If anybody needs prayer of any kind, we're going to have people up here, we're going to do this every service, to pray for you. I don't care what the need is. You may think it's little. Ask. But we're going to be here to pray for you. God bless you guys. I hope everybody's okay. I did my best to try to offend everybody just to test you. <laughs> Praise God. Love you guys. Huh? Oh, greeters can come right up. Right there where, no, greet them back there because we're going to have people up here praying. So right back there where Tom's at, the greeters or, or potential people that might want to greet, please see Davine.
We're here if you need prayer.